Welcome to The Emergent Human, where we explore optimizing health, embodied spirituality, and post-conventional living. I'm Michael Osterlink, a therapist, coach, and educator, and I'm your host. Another shout out to Dr. Dan Stickler and Michael Hamilton for the Parion Center for Human Potential. My partners, along with Coach Kurt and Megan, in co-leading the Parion Zoe Mastermind Group called the Arate Collective. Excuse me. Today's show is brought to you by Cosper Scafidi, an amazing body worker in the Northern Virginia area who has integrated different somatic practices into his work. To learn more about Cosper, you can visit his website at cosperscafidi.com. Today's guest is Carrie Bailey. Carrie is a certified Canna DNA endocannabinoid coach and cannabis act, act, advocate. She studied biological sciences at Rowan College and has a background in holistic health. Epigenetics and endocannabinoid system became her focus after genetic testing revealed her own rare genetic makeup. Hello, Carrie. Hi, how are you? Thank Good. you for having Thanks. me. Thanks for joining. And I do want to uh, point out that uh, I've been actually working with Carrie. I uh, hired her to be my epigenetics coach, and I have learned a lot about cannabis, and I'm looking forward to diving into this conversation. But before we, we talk about the actual plant and the health wellness benefits of it, tell us a little bit about your background, including your advocacy for cannabis. Um, I've been a cannabis advocate for about 30 years. Um, I had something called Kawasaki's disease as a child, and it left me with a lot of inflammation, um, arthritis, and migraine headaches. So I struggled through that with most of my childhood. And once I was in college, um, I had a, a genius professor for anatomy, and he knew that I was struggling, and he suggested trying cannabis for my migraines. And at that point, I had tried so many different medications and I didn't know at that point that my cytochrome made it very difficult for me to actually use synthetic medications, which is why they weren't working for me. Um, so I took his advice and the next migraine I had, I used cannabis and I found just immediate relief. And I thought, okay, um, cannabis is my medicine. Okay. And from that point on, I mean, it's certainly was not an easy path with prohibition. Um, you know, it's something that I, I hid for most of my life. And it it's kind of fun now to, you know, be out there and talking about it as, as an expert. <laughs> but um, cannabis has, has helped me and it has helped many people that I've worked with. Um, I've worked with, with children with cancer, um, and their parents, um, elderly, stroke victims. I mean, the list goes on over the 30 years. Um, but mostly, I just enjoy being able to help people and help people find that wellness from something so simple, simple as, as a plant that grows from the ground. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. It's a plant that just grows from the ground and it has yeah. so many benefits to the human system. Um, Tell us a little bit more about your advocacy, though, you know, because, you know, presently, there's a lot of states that have legalized it, whether for recreational purposes or medical purposes, not every state. But we've come far since the war on drugs criminalized marijuana. Tell us a little bit about your advocacy and, and how you see where, where we are and where we're heading. Well, you know, I'm very excited um, to see that we're opening up even um, the farming industry. We're going to be allowing animals to consume hemp again, which will 
put those cannabinoids back into our uh, food chain, which should have amazing health benefits for people because after 40 years, 50 years of prohibition, we see a lot of deficiencies among the endocannabinoid system. Um, and for most of history, animals consumed hemp and then we consumed either the animals or the meat and then we had that passive cannabinoids. Um, so I'm excited to see that. I'm excited to see the industry opening up with um, products that are tested and clean. Um, prior to this, we did not have that. And, you know, it's always a concern. Um, cannabis is a bioaccumulator, which means if it's grown in toxic soil, it becomes a toxic plant. And then, you know, you have people that are using cannabis for wellness, but all of the chemicals that that plant has gathered from the soil are having an opposite effect on your endocannabinoid system. Those chemicals will, will block your signaling. So you're not going to get that true wellness. So for the most part, I go out and tell people all these things. Um, I've met with different uh, food industry people within the New Jersey community. That's where I'm from. We just legalized here. We do not have a full um, legal market up and running yet. Uh, I am a medical patient, so I'm able to buy cannabis in New Jersey. Um, and, you know, I just try to make people aware of the, the different terpenoids and the terpenes and what the difference is between the two and um, what terpenes would be best for them. Um, this is why I really... I, I came to find the can of DNA whilst doing all of the research um, for myself. Just, I have this amazing ability that I do not test positive for any THC metabolites. So that led me down um, the genetics road <laughs> because I just needed to know why. Um, and, and through all of that, I've been able to, you know, take this kind of DNA test and look at how people process cannabinoids within their cytochrome. Um, we can look at the enzyme action that degrades the endocannabinoid system. And ultimately, you know, I'm out there preaching to people that THC is not the only cannabinoid that, you know, we need to have a symphony of cannabinoids to have uh, a properly functioning endocannabinoid system. And also um, I'm, I'm really out there preaching all of the nutritional things that you can do. Uh, endocannabinoids are, are made within our own system. We have an endocannabinoid system, not because a plant exists, but because our body makes endocannabinoids, meaning cannabinoids coming from inside of our body. And with the proper nutrition, you can really help to boost and balance your own endocannabinoid system. And then any of the cannabinoids you're taking in, whether it be a THC, a CBD, a CBG, a CBN, a THCV, the list goes on, um, you're using them and they are optimizing your wellness. They're not just filling in for a deficiency. Actually, that's a great segue because I think a lot of people, and probably less today than maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago, think about marijuana, cannabis, and they think about THC and getting high. But you just named quite a few <laughs> different parts of the plant, which are not you know, psychoactive in that way, but 
offer a lot of different health and wellness benefits. Would you mind breaking down different pieces of the plants and how they're used and what the research is showing for their use these days? Sure. Um, well, within um, cannabis, let me just let me just back up just a second and give a little bit of background. When you grow Please. a seed for a cannabis, it grows into a plant that will either be rich in THC or CBD. And more recently, we have genetics for plants that are rich in CBG. So a THC plant is going to have mostly THC. And the higher the THC level, the lower all of those minor cannabinoids. Minor cannabinoids are your, your CBN, your uh, THCV, your CBC, those are found in very small quantities within um, a THC plant. And in a CBD plant, it's just, you have a very high CBD level, very low THC level. The higher the CBD, the lower the THC is. So um, industrial hemp standards within this country require that any CBD that's sold has um, less than 0.3% um, THC, which is an arbitrary number and farmers all over the place to get very angry because it's so hard to grow CBD at a 0.3% because in general, your terpenes and your cannabinoids will be affected by the weather, by pests, by all sorts of things outside. So it's just an arbitrary number, but that's the number we have to stay under. Um, so that's the background of the plant. Mm -hmm. So when we take the THC plant, um, or actually, you know, most of our minor cannabinoids that we have right now on the market are really hemp derived. They're, they're coming from a CBD hemp plant. Um, one of the most exciting, I think, is uh, THCV. Uh, it's one of the newer on the market. Um, it has an amazing ability in small amounts to act as an antagonist at the CB1. Um, and that's great for people who have too many cannabinoid receptors. And I'm not a doctor, so I can't get into the conditions that that would lead to, but they're pretty serious. And those are the folks that you see very sick on a video on, on, on YouTube, maybe, maybe with Parkinson's or something. And then they can mm -hmm. smoke a joint and it calms that down. So that's just interacting with those CB1 receptors. Um, interesting. But I'm sorry, did you? No, I just said interesting. Okay. Um, so if you have a higher dose of just a THCV, it will actually, and especially when there is no presence of THC, not normal THC, and you just take the THCV, it, it acts as um, almost like a, a stimulant. So it kind of wakes your brain up, whereas we think of THC as kind of dulling your senses. THCV awakens your senses. So there's lots of people who, you know, with, with different attention issues, um, folks that need to focus more are finding um, great relief with THCV. We have a lot of athletes that are using it. Um, and it's, it's really, it's really amazing. And I think one of the core nutritional aspects is, is that it will um, increase the sensitivity of your leptin and your insulin receptors. So wow. um, a lot of people see um, improved body composition, 
uh, a natural weight loss um, that's associated with the THCV, which is, is really cool. Um, my next favorite cannabinoid is um, <laughs> CBN. CBN uh, promotes bone growth, which is awesome. Um, and it also is an incredible sleep aid. Uh, a lot of people think THC is what we need and to, to go to sleep, but in general, THC will be more of, um, well, it actually, it interrupts your REM sleep. So right. most people who use THC will tell you, yeah, I, I don't dream. And I certainly found that to be the case for me. Um, when I was exploring all of the sleep epigenetics, I thought, oh, heck, I, I'm a champ at sleep. And then after I got done all of the uh, coursework, I thought, okay, no, I, I don't sleep well. <laughs> so I really had to <laughs> dive into what I could change within myself and within my cannabinoid consumption in order to be able to get that so important REM sleep so that I can wake up feeling refreshed and, you know, complete my normal cycle of sleep. So CBN really helps me with that. I can take that an hour before I go to bed and I have a nice restful sleep. Um, I have heard through a few other coaches that they said that they recorded their sleep really well with their rings and all the technology. I don't have any of that, so I can't compare that, but I thought that sounded really great. Um, and let's see, we have uh, CBG. Uh, you can actually find strains of hemp. Um, let's see, Desert Snow is one of the names of one of the strains that's a high CBG. CBG is really interesting because it will actually engage with your NSAID receptors. So it's a, it's a fabulous choice to switch out those over-the-counter um, pain relievers. And, you know, mm. you can get that relief from CBG and, you know, it's just much more gentle on your system. Um, CBG also helps promote uh, bone growth as well, which is excellent. Um, a lot of people report, um, it healing their gut and mm. helping with weight loss as well. So CBG is certainly one to take advantage of. I keep, um, a sublingual, uh, 500 milligram spray of CBG in my medicine cabinet. And that's what we use instead of, you know, over the counter pain relievers. That's what we do here. Um, Let's see, we have CBC is another excellent um, and, and up and coming. Not many people have heard about CBC, but they're doing some amazing research within the, um, the autism world, um, within hmm. the mental health world um, for CBC. And I have to say, it, it certainly gives you a nice, even mood boost um, and, you know, all of these cannabinoids are, are anti-inflammatory. I don't mention that because it's like every single one of them is anti-inflammatory and, <laughs> it, you know, so it's kind of a, a given. So add that into all of them. Um, but I, I, CBC is great. And they've actually found that it's um, anti-MRSA, which is a real neat thing wow. to, to look into. Yeah, especially with all the antibiotic resistant stuff we have going on right now. Um, I'm anxious right. 
to continue to hear about the research there. So if you get a chance to try CBC, you know, give it a whirl. I, I love it. Um, let's see. And then there's a, some new, um, newer ones that are just came out. I just got a bottle of CBDV. Um, again, excellent research coming out of the, um, the autism community with the CBDV. Um, people are reporting, you know, more um, social engagement, um, less stimming. So, um, you know, keep an eye out for all of that research. Again, I'm not a doctor, so I can't get into what um, the cannabinoids fix. I can, however, tell you that you have cannabinoid receptors on every cell of your body. They are in your brain, they're on your organs, they are in your, on your immune system, they're everywhere. So when our body, depending on the amount of an enzyme called FAAH, that is the enzyme that degrades our endocannabinoid system. And when we look at your genetics, we can see, oh, okay, you know, you have a lot of this enzyme or you don't have a lot. And then we can use that to judge the level of endocannabinoids that your body is naturally has on hand. And it's, it, it's just, uh, it's, it's very, it's very interesting. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if I'm getting off. Yeah, on the no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome. So uh, two questions for you. And, sure. and I definitely want you to go down the path of like, Oh, how do you actually work with a client to help them determine what is appropriate for them? Okay. And but before we get there, I think you, you, you've already touched upon this earlier and I would like you to touch upon it again, the quality of the products themselves is really important. Can you highlight that? Because I could imagine people could listen to this and go, oh my God, yeah, these are great, these are great, like CBN or CBD or whatever it is, and then go online or to a store and buy crap. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, the first thing you want to look for is a COA, and that is uh, a certificate of analysis um, that is going to give you your lab test, your lab results. They should be, when you pull those lab results up, you should be seeing a breakdown of the cannabinoids that are in that product. You should see how the product tested for pesticides, molds, heavy metals, um, especially within the CBD and hemp community. Often you can even find out specifically what terpenes were within the product. Um, and just to emphasize again, why this is so important, because, you know, back in the day, you didn't, there was no testing. You just, this is what you got. This is what you had. And, you know, sadly, I, I certainly, when I started learning about all of this and I looked around within my own community of my own friends, I thought, well, heck, if THC and cannabis makes you so healthy, then why, why isn't everybody around me super healthy? Like, why are these people struggling? <laughs> Why are they unwell? Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. at the most basic level, if you are using cannabis that has tons of synthetic fertilizers, um, was grown in toxic soil, you know, you're just putting all of those chemicals into your body and they'll have a negative effect on your endocannabinoid system because your endocannabinoid system
is so important between your endocannabinoids and the rest of your body. Your endocannabinoid system is kind of like the internet of your body. And I like the, I like to say it's like the internet, because if you think about it, the internet's involved in everything. And when it's not working, nothing works right. <laughs> so, you know, the endocannabinoid system is so um, intrinsically involved in all of your biological functions that if you are interfering with your endocannabinoid signaling, hey, we have some inflammation in, I don't know, in an organ, and that doesn't get to where it's supposed to go, then that becomes, that inflammation gets worse. And as inflammation progresses, we know that that can be problematic for our health. So we need to have clear communication between our endocannabinoid system and all of our other biologic process. And the best thing that you can do is a, please eat organic food, stay away from processed sugar, stay away from processed foods, um, eat raw carrots and raw celery. Those two particular vegetables will help um, tone your endocannabinoid system. So they're, they're just amazing. And it's like 99 cents and it really makes such a big difference. Um, also balancing your gut is something else that, you know, is, is very helpful for your endocannabinoid system. And again, you know, your, your gut, you can get dysbiosis from having all of those chemicals within your system. So right. I, I always advocate for as toxin free living as possible. I live in New Jersey, so that is not always super easy, but <laughs> that is my goal. Um, so, you know, looking for those testings on, on the bottles, on, you know, if you're making your own oils, then, you know, buy cannabis flower or CBD flower that, that has been, been tested by an accredited lab. Nice. Thank you. And, I, and I'm glad you mentioned celery and carrots. I was going to ask you to mention that. That's awesome. <laughs> so... I was fortunate because I know you through Perenzoids Epigenetics Academy, so I could just reach out to you, and we've had some really good conversations, and I've learned a lot from you. But if someone's listening to this and like, okay, this is great, how do I actually have my genetics read, and how do I know how I process various aspects of the plant? How do I know what plant I should be using for what purposes for health and wellness? Walk us through a, a new client coming through your process, Gary. Okay, um, the easiest way to reach out to me is through my email, which is carriebailey at yahoo.com. I also have a website, carriebailey.com. Um, once I meet my new client and we discuss what their goals are, um, some, some of my clients are patients who have been using THC for a very long time. And, you know, unfortunately, when you use THC and you're not balancing your other cannabinoids with it, and and you have obviously a deficiency within your endocannabinoid system. Most people do. Um, they, they, their biggest complaint is that THC doesn't work. It has no effect on them. So with those folks, I try to steer them away from the THC and I show them genetically what we're looking at as far as their endocannabinoid endocannabinoid system at, at, at a genetic level. There's so much that comes into play from stress and diet and um, long-term use that I have to figure in. Um, but 
you know, I just try to guide them to other cannabinoids that will be helpful. Um, dietary changes, you know, we are so deficient in omega-3s in our society and omega-3s are the, the cofactor, the, 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 the precursor of our body's endocannabinoids that, that we make. So if you're not getting those omega-3s, those DHA, those EPA, then you're going to be deficient in your, in your endocannabinoids. And I just want to mention when I say, you know, deficient in endocannabinoids, your endocannabinoid system modulates your sleep, your pain, your memory, your learning, inflammation, hunger, energy, your temperature, your mood, um, just everything. So, you know, it's, if you want to feel better, get those <laughs> omega-3s, eat that fish, please. <laughs> That's what I want everyone to have. But, <laughs> and, but I also have clients who are, are brand new to the world of cannabis and they, they read about all of these wonderful health effects and they think, well, I, you know, I smoked a little pot in high school. Like I, where do I even start? And, you know, I take them by the hand too. And we go over all of their genetics and we look at their natural dopamine levels. We look at the density of their cannabinoid receptors. Um, we look again, like I mentioned previously at their FAAH enzyme. Yeah. And from that point, I help with them. Uh, we develop a plan and I, I just suggest, you know, I think everyone can benefit from a full spectrum CBD, I kind of call that like your cannabinoid multivitamin, because <laughs> it's going to just cover all of your bases and balance your body. And depending on, you know, what afflictions each individual client is suffering, we can look at how much, how many milligrams we're going to need can they take an edible? Will that even be effective based on their cytochrome? And um, I just work with them to put together a nice little easy program that they can get started with. And I, and I always incorporate your, those important epigenetic things like getting out in the sunlight in the morning and getting that early morning sun to, you know, reset your super chiasmic nucleus, you know, all of those important <laughs> things. Um, because that plays such a role, even again, into your endocannabinoid system. And when you can get that, that trifecta of homeostasis where, you know, your brain is good, your endocannabinoid system is good and your gut is good. Like that's where thriving happens. I love that. And, and let me encourage people to really look into this. And uh, generally speaking, I think it's part of the wave of the future in terms of human health and well-being and human optimization. And more particularly, work with Carrie. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I, I, I've been benefiting greatly from doing so. Uh, can you tell us uh, one more time your website? It's Carrie Bailey, C-A-R-R-I-B-A-I-L-E-Y dot com. Awesome. Thank you, Gary. This has been fascinating. Appreciate oh, your time. Oh, it's been wonderful. I love to talk about cannabis. So everyone reach out to me. We'll have tons of conversations about cannabis. It's fun. Oh, and, and speaking of that, let, let me encourage you to plug your great Facebook group too. Oh, okay. Um, I, I have a private group, uh, Folium Epigenetics. 
Uh, I also have a public group. It's Carrie Bailey uh, Epigenetic Coach. So um, if you email me, I can send you the link for the private group on Facebook. Facebook is such, it's so weird about CBD and cannabis. So I'm kind of like hidden, but I, I put tons of research out there. Um, I will take as much time to educate as I can, because I feel like it's so important and so much out there, you know, it's, it's outdated. Yeah, and, and let me encourage people to, to follow up with you. I, I track your daily postings, and if you're interested in the science that supports everything that Carrie is talking about today, it's a great resource. So thank you for doing that for the public education. Oh, and, no uh, problem. And let me encourage folks to check out your website and uh, follow up with you. Thank you, Carrie. Thank you so much. Right, bye-bye. Bye.